0: Hello, and welcome to episode nine of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business or you're just thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you and inspire you, not just to build a vegan business, but to build a successful vegan business. And if you want to go beyond the podcast and connect with our community of like-minded vegan entrepreneurs, then head over to veganbusinesstribe.com. Where not only will you find tons more content for free, but you can also join our paid membership to get access to all our online events, our business clinics, and mentorship forums. So, if you want to hook up with other people just like you running vegan businesses, then the website really is the place to do that. In today's episode, I'm going to look at something that comes up a lot in our business clinics or the one-to-ones that we've done with members at Vegan Business Tribe. And that is why vegan businesses fail. Now, I know that that sounds a little pessimistic for me, but by a mission, to learn why businesses fail... What you actually have to learn is why successful businesses succeed and then what's missing from those that don't succeed. Now, I've known and worked with a lot of successful businesses over my career. I like to think I've even run a couple myself. And one big thing that I've noticed is no matter how bad the economy is doing, there's always a bunch of people who are running successful businesses. And at other times, when the economy is doing really, really well, then there are always people who launch businesses that go absolutely nowhere. And this has taught me that no matter what's going on in the world, regardless of what the economy is doing, there will always be companies that succeed and other companies that don't. So the economy alone can't be the reason why a business finds success. Now, no one can change the fact that we've just had one of the biggest shakeups that business has ever seen with a global pandemic. But have you noticed again that people are still launching businesses and still making money, even during a pandemic? I know people who were doing one thing just a few months ago and they've now won huge new contracts just by evolving really quickly. Breweries making hand sanitizer, people who were giving one to one sessions now coaching over Zoom and finding a global audience, online shops such as the Vegan Kind supermarket hugely increasing their turnover. And I'm not going to lie, some industries have been wiped out. And it's one of the reasons we launched Vegan Business Tribe when we did, because we were seeing so many vegan businesses being devastated by the first COVID lockdowns. But again, why have some companies in those industries found a way through when everyone else has had to close down? And this is what I want to talk about in today's episode, because If you become a student of why companies are successful, you will see the real reason is down to one simple common element, the people running them. And more importantly, these people's attitudes and determinations above and beyond everything else. One big issue that we have in business is that we only get to hear stories from the people who have been successful. And that's a problem because it creates an entitlement of success. There is a real misconception that if you have a good idea or you've got a good product, that alone is enough to find success. Beyond Meat became an overnight success with their Meat Alternative Burgers, listing on the Stock Exchange in May 2019. But did you know that Beyond Meat started out as Savage River Incorporated in 2009? That overnight success took 10 years. Their first product that aimed to emulate chicken using pea protein took a decade of lab work by two university professors before the company had even launched. And then it took another 5 years until they had a recipe for their chicken-free strips, which you could only buy at whole food stores in northern California. And the problem is, we don't look at the stories that led to company's success. It's like a plant growing under the ground. We only see the buds breaking through the earth in the springtime, not knowing how long that bulb has been growing for. Take a look at Tofurky, one of America's most successful plant-based food brands. Seth Tibbet launched his food company in 1980. Eighty, And he even lived in a tree house while he was trying to find the perfect plant-based product that would really take off. In his book, which is called In Search of a Wild Tofurky, which I also highly recommend as one of my favourite vegan business books, by the way. But Seth calls Tofurky a 40-year overnight success story. So... If it took some of the biggest, most successful names in vegan and plant-based five, ten years, or sometimes even longer, then why are you getting so frustrated and ready to give up on your business because you're not getting any orders a month after your website goes live? And this is truly the difference between why a business fails and why a business succeeds. And it's one of my favourite words in the English language – tenacity. It's the determination of the people behind the business to succeed. So yes, when you talk to them, they may say that luck played a part, but they made that luck happen. They may say that a chance encounter with the right person or investor was a turning point in the business, but they did everything they could do to make sure they're in the right place and even wearing a high-vis jacket to make those chance encounters happen. Happen. They may say that it took the right opportunity to come along, but they were out there hunting for that opportunity. There is no entitlement to success, and this is what people who build successful companies really understand. Success in business is not coming up with a killer idea building a website and sitting back and counting the orders success in business comes by overcoming a really long line of obstacles one by one like an assault course you overcome the first obstacle and you're faced straight away with another And success comes by keeping climbing over these walls and keeping jumping over these hurdles and getting further into the assault course than everybody else. And every one of those obstacles you overcome, you will notice there are fewer competitors alongside you because most people, they give up when they hit the first obstacle It's just too hard. So, for example, the first wall you hit might have been getting a website online. You might have spent months trying to learn how WordPress works, trying to point a domain name at the right server, you know, trying to get your logo just to display the right size and having to learn how to upload products to WooCommerce. And finally, when you've worked all this out, when you've got a website that you're finally more or less happy with, you hit Publish and immediately you're hit by the next obstacle. No one buys anything. You are expecting that just having a great product and a website should be enough to get people to give you their money. And gosh, I wish it was that easy. But that isn't how it works. Think about all the products or services that you look at every year, but don't buy. Why do you think the rest of a buying public is any different from you? The vast majority of products we come across every day, we simply don't buy them. And once you've overcome the first wall of getting a website online, next you've got two more obstacles in the course that you need to tackle. You need to learn how to get people to your website and then understand what actually makes people buy. And for most people, they found the first wall hard enough to get over, just getting the website online. They didn't know how long this obstacle course was when they signed up. So when they instantly hit another second wall, they just give up instead of tackling it head on. But do you know who doesn't give up? Those people who are going to be successful. They understand that this is just the next obstacle to, to get over. The next thing that they have to learn. They know that most of their competitors will give up here so they keep going. Yes. They also scaled the first wall of getting their website online, but they understand that this is a much longer obstacle course. They know they now need to learn about why people do and don't buy. They know they're going to have to learn about how to get people to a website. And they know that, well, unless they've built a successful business before, they're going to have to work everything out as they go. And the money you have to spend often makes no difference here, especially in the early days. If you've got money in the bank... All that means is that you'll be tempted to spend more of that money trying to get over each obstacle you encounter. You might have had to learn to build a website yourself, where someone else might have paid someone a few thousand pounds to have one built for them. But you'll both probably still find the same next obstacle hiding behind the first. The only difference is that you will have saved yourself a couple of grand and probably learned a few valuable new skills on the way. And this is the reality of building a successful business. It is tackling a long line of hurdles. And the secret is getting over more of these hurdles than most other people without giving up. Go read the real stories of how people became successful and you will see the same patterns. Few people found success with their first idea. They headed out in one direction and the skills they learned, these obstacles they learned to climb over and the new connections they made along the way, that's what opened up other opportunities and new paths that were just not available to them before. Now I know that this might not be what you want to hear. Going back to the opening question of why vegan businesses fail, you might have been expecting me to say it's because their idea just wasn't good enough or their marketing was bad and you could avoid this because yours is going to be better. But I've seen lots of businesses find huge success with the most boring products imaginable or really mediocre marketing plans. And what they did have were people who approached the business and growing the business in a really determined way with a hugely positive mindset and this willingness to learn. So how do you do that? How do you change your mindset about the obstacles that you're going to have to overcome with your business? And especially if you've been grinding away for a couple of years and you feel like you're banging your head against the wall instead of climbing over it. If you can tell me now that you are committed to being successful with your own vegan business, then what I'm going to do is reset how you look at the problems and challenges in your business. Is your business not working? Well, you can sit there in the mud and keep waiting for success to happen, or you can start moving yourselves towards the success. And it's going to take some hard work, and it's going to take effort when perhaps you think you're already already all out of energy. But it's where you put your effort that makes all the difference. And it comes right back to how I started out this episode. Because the thing that you need to put the most effort into is you. Business guru Jim Ron said, Set a goal to become a millionaire. Not for the money, but for what it makes of you personally to achieve it. Do it for the skills you have to learn and the person you have to become. I could not have put that better. The biggest asset in your business is you. It's your mentality and your attitude. Don't ever be put off because you haven't found success yet or you haven't got all the answers. Instead, have faith that your real superpower is that you are really good at learning. Learn to approach the obstacles in your business as problems that have answers and are just waiting to be worked out. And if you can't work it out yet, that means you just need to get out there and learn more. So, you've got your website live and no one is going to it. Well, there are millions of people who have already worked out how to get traffic to a website. You probably even have some in your online digital circle. So you don't need to go pay for a course. Go find people you know who have actually already done it and ask if you can learn from them. And if you haven't got anyone in your online digital circle who has learned how to do it, then this might be part of your problem too. And your first task is to work on extending your contacts and work on who you are linked to until you start finding these kind of people on your friends' lists. Go to the kinds of events that they go to. Hang around the kinds of places, and that's either digitally or physically, that they do. Start making a strategy to improve the kinds of people you are linked to. And now, because you are vegan... You have already got an opening to some of the most successful and biggest names in the plant-based sector. You are 99% more likely to be able to make the acquaintance of a successful vegan professional than the rest of the population because you are both on the same mission. And once you start surrounding yourself with people who have already climbed over these walls and are waving at you from the other side, then the more likely you are to throw yourself at these problems with renewed vigour. Don't fall into the trap of thinking that you are the first person to hit this problem in business. You can seriously improve the rate of your success by going out there and finding people who have already climbed this wall that you are staring at and banging your head against. And I've done this many times myself, and it's where we get a lot of the advice from and the interviews that we share at Vegan Business Tribe by finding people who have already overcome the specific problems that we know our members will have and can learn from them. And what more motivation do you need to overcome a problem than having a vegan business? If you are ever struggling for motivation, just ask yourself how many animals were killed today needlessly? How many are going to be killed tomorrow while you are getting your acts together? How many people could have had a far better quality of life if you'd already solved the problem of how to get your product into more people's hands? How many people could have avoided a serious health issue if you'd already helped them switch to a plant-based diet? I often start off these podcasts by saying, I'm not here to help you just to have a vegan business. I'm here to help you to have a successful vegan business. Business And these are all the reasons why. If you're not successful with your vegan business, you cannot help us move towards a vegan world. And that's why we're all here doing what we're doing. If you are so vegan that it hurts... <laughs> then it is your duty to get better at doing business so that you can create a vegan company that actually makes a difference to the world. So from today, you're going to approach your business with a different frame of mind. And a really helpful exercise to start this is to take yourself out of your business for a day. Or if you can't find a day, then you know half a day will do, or even just a couple of hours. Now, I know that because you're already listening to this podcast, then you are already open-minded to learning and finding ways to get better. And that means you are ahead of 90% of other business owners. Most people... They're not out there actively trying to improve themselves. They spend so much time working in the business that they never get the time to work on the business, or more importantly, to work on themselves. So just take a second to give yourself a pat on the back that you are. Think of this as mentally training yourself to be able to scale those walls and overcome those obstacles. So, Take your half day or your couple of hours or whatever you can muster and just sit down with your notebook for a few hours. Spend some time reconnecting with the reason why you started your business in the first place. And once you have recentered yourself, start to make a plan for a very specific goal. Now, what that plan will be or what it's going to focus on is going to be unique to you. It's going to depend on what's stopping you moving forwards right now with your business. So going back to the example I used earlier, your big problem might be getting a website online. And if it is, go put some time aside to actually plan how you're going to climb over that wall. If you're going to have to learn to do it yourself, how are you going to learn? Are you going to find a YouTube course or are you going to reach out to someone you know who has already built a website themselves and ask them to point you in the right direction of how to start? And never back away from learning how to do these things yourself Even if it's completely outside of your comfort zone, even if you know it's something you will never want to be in charge of doing in the long term for your business, learn how to do it in the short term so that you understand it. If you plan to bring somebody in to do your company's social media, first... Learn how to do it yourself so that you understand it, have a handle on it, and can give better direction to anyone you bring to do it in the future. If you understand how something technical works yourself, then it will always cost you less when you get someone else to do it for you later because you won't be going to them with a blank sheet of paper. And it might be that right at this moment... You don't actually know what the obstacle is that you're trying to overcome. You might be sat there with your notebook and you've written down 20 problems and you don't know which one of them is stopping your progress. Or maybe you can't write down a single one because it's just too much of a mess in your mind right now. And that's an okay place to start from. As long as you are actually starting to do something about it. Just listening to this podcast and all the previous ones is doing something to improve yourself and improve your attitude. Become comfortable that you don't have the answers yet, but have faith in your ability to take action and work it all out. Obstacle number one might be spending time working on yourself before you can work out what other problems need fixing to move your business forward. But the amazing thing is, and gosh, what a time to be alive, everything you could ever want to know is at your fingertips. Go read Seth Tibbetts' book about how he founded Tofurky. Go read Vegan Ventures by Katrina Fox for lots of amazing stories of people who have started up vegan companies and how they did it. Decide that if you have got to the point in your business where you need to choose fight or flight, that you choose fight. Actually take action. Come join us at Vegan Business Tribe or book onto one of Lisa's goal setting workshops. Surround yourself with other people who have achieved what you want to achieve. And don't just learn from them, but also take inspiration and motivation from them. Set out with a goal to make some of them your personal friends. And once you've come up with a plan, and that might be a plan of how to tackle the next obstacle or plan to reinvigorate yourself and improve your mental attitude, then you need to create space to make it happen. You need to actually get yourself over that wall that's stopping you from moving forward. And often that means creating time that isn't currently there. And as a small business owner, or if you're working as part of a small team, then finding the time to move your business forward can be difficult. I get that entirely. I have been there many, many times. But you have two options. You either find that time or you stay exactly where you are now. When I first wrote the vegan marketing course that you can find on the Vegan Business Tribe website, I had no time to write it. But it was a huge part of our strategy. It's something that we knew would really move Vegan Business Tribe forwards and give our members a lot of value. So I created the time. Now, (laughs) what do I mean by that? Well, I set my alarm for 4.30 a.m., five days a week for a month. And the vast majority of that marketing course was written in the twilight hours between 5am and 8.30am before the rest of the world got going. I created a beautiful three and a half uninterrupted hours at the start of every day to make time for something really valuable. That's an extra 17 and a half hours a week just from going to bed early. Is your business worth that to you? Is it worth giving up a few hours of Netflix so you can go to bed early for just a couple of weeks to make something really significant happen in your business and to move your business forward? Or to take a course or to learn a new skill that is stopping you climbing over that next wall? What difference will that make? not just to your business, but to the sort of person you can become. And that's pretty much it. And I'm really glad that we've made the time to have this chat because running a business is hard, especially in the early days when nothing is working like you think it's going to. And sometimes it's worth keeping some flexibility on where your journey is taking you. It might be that the business you start out with doesn't fully work out. But the skills you learn in setting up that business is what makes the next one so successful. You are learning so much more than you ever realise until you look back. Lisa and I didn't set out to create Vegan Business Tribe. It almost happened by accident as a spin-off from another business. And when we've got a little more time, I'll tell you that story in full. Understand that building a successful business is like taking on an obstacle course. Understand that you're not going to know how to get past each obstacle when you get to it, but develop an unshakable faith in your ability to learn and figure each one out. Whatever the situation, you are far more likely to get a better outcome if you approach it with a positive attitude than a negative one. Choose fight, not flight. And if you do want to meet more people in all different stages of running vegan businesses, then head over to the website at veganbusinesstribe.com, where as well as finding lots of free information, you can also sign up for our monthly paid membership to join our networking meetings and our online events. And as a final favour... If you're listening to this podcast on a platform where you can leave a review or give us a like, it would mean the world to me if you did. Because this information that we're talking about today, it can be really powerful. Learning to improve yourself and knowing what to focus on can make a really big difference to your business. And the more successful vegan businesses we have, the quicker we get to a vegan world. So if you found this information really useful, then subscribing to the podcast or leaving a review or a like, it just means that we can reach lots more people who it will also help with their vegan businesses. So thank you so much for giving me your time today. I always appreciate it. And I'll see you on the next one.